I got them packs and I'm talking wax. I'm pulling auto and it's no cap. You ripped the wax and it's all bad. Your rookies wasn't rated, got you all mad. I ripped the wax when I'm feeling good. Got the box for the low, you know I need the jug. Got everybody copping out in the hood. Invest in rare product and you're doing good. I got them packs and I'm talking wax. I'm pulling auto and it's no cap. You ripped the wax and it's all bad. Your rookies wasn't rated, got you all mad. I ripped the wax when I'm feeling good. Got the box for the low, you know I need the jug. The hobby would not be where it is today or wouldn't be a hobby without artists, man, without no. card artists and artists. So if you want to take it to his original roots to, yeah. to just the, you know what I mean? It's It wouldn't be where we are today without, without the card artist community. So... I'm an advocate for that in all spaces, for sure. Donnie B in the building. Boom, boom. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Man, another day, another uh, another way. Let's do it, man. How's everybody doing today? Man, man, we good, bro. We good. Happy, excited. You know, the time is finally here. We're going to uh, give this official pilot a, a, a takeoff run, right? So I'm excited. Man, outside the wax, man, it's time uh, It's time we make it official, huh? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if that's what we're feeling now, we'll go with that. But if, if something else gravitates towards us, you know, we can change it. But I like outside the wax. I prefer outside the wax over outside the pack just because I'm Pac-Man. And I don't really want the title to have my name in it unless y'all name is in it at the same time. So <laughs> I prefer outside the wax myself. Fair enough. There you go. Done deal. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, yeah, um, gentlemen, we here. I don't know if we've thought about our introductions just yet. You know, we could always edit this part out. Um, I didn't I didn't think too much about how my tagline was going to be too much other than. Um, yeah. So did, did any of y'all have a tagline y'all ready to shoot already? Uh, I, I mean, I already, I, I, I already rocked mine. <laughs> <laughs> you you want us to sit here uh, and uh, describe who we are, what we do, where we came from, and what we're about. Yeah, I think I think we could start it off like that. I think that would be a good way to start it off. And then we could, uh, anything that we like from previous to starting from there, we'll keep and add in at the beginning. But Or we can start it from right, you know what I mean? We'll edit it and start the uh, podcast right from when we start introdu introducing ourselves. What y'all say? All right. Hey, I, I, think, I think we might want to uh, record a separate introduction just to have uh, – you know, mm, the, something the, unison the same every time. So we ain't got to say it. Yeah. And that can yeah, also that, be that as well. That can also be a part of the intro. Like uh, uh, when we when when we're playing the music and then maybe we could have an overdub of of like us saying our names or whatever. And then like, I don't know, just like some dramatic music, maybe maybe after the the um, the music uh, this bit comes up. But uh, however you guys want to deal with it, I'd rather have something that's predetermined that that kind of rolls every time yeah i, I dig that yeah, yeah. hey and uh and def definitely want to use your music for it not only uh because we have the rights for it but why not <laughs> why not promote why why not promote your shit man why not definitely definitely we can use whatever y'all i'm even working on something exclusively just for us too so yeah. So, and then Danny, you gonna you slide through and you give your uh, you know what I mean. You slide through and you give your uh, you put your stuff down too at the same time. You know. Send me, send me, uh, send me what you're working on, man. I'll I'll write something up. I could write, I could write a whole 16 verse in, uh, you know, probably an hour or so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We can do it. We can do it. Wait yes, a minute, sir. but I'll you know dust off the cobwebs. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. 
you know, it's just it's just for passion. As long as it's passion, it's funny, it makes you feel good, it's gonna make everybody else feel good, bro. You know how we mm-hmm. trying to rock it. So let's get it, let's get it started. Let's get it on and cracking, y'all. First and foremost, I like to say this is I like to start off by saying this is history. Uh, a lot of people may not know it as history or feel it as history outside of the uh, uh, as you like to say, uh, card killer, the car, uh, the underground hobby community, right? The card artist community. But um, this is history uh, first for me in my life to be able to share this space with you two, because I've been following y'all work for a long time now, just as a fan, and now to be able to um, to, to to just discuss the hobby and break it down and and, and highlight all, all of the uh, great things that go on in the hobby, starting from its roots. Um, to now, right? And we're gonna take our time doing this, and hopefully, something that we create um, that 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 goes goes for reasons, seasons, and lasts longer than lifetime. So, so um, yeah, I'll, I'll start it off since I have the mic already. I'm Peter Pacman, um, one one part one third. Um, if this was a a, a graded card, I'd be a graded set uh, subset. I'd be one third of Rip Pack and Slab, right? Uh, Rip Pack and Slab is a um, and it's a hobby group, exclusive hobby music creative group uh, started by myself, my cousin and my brother, Marcus and Javid. And we really just wanted to we, we, we try and find ways we're inspired by the card art community. How can we add value without um, having to necessarily how can we give back to the hobby without always having to put a price tag on it? Or even if there is a price tag on it, it may be going towards some something else to towards a, towards a cause. Right. So we just try and find innovative ways to add value and inspire others, man, to add value. And that's really what our music is about is just to show people that you can do any and everything within the art uh, as far as entertainment or art within the hobby. And um yeah, I'm here to um, share this space with you all and add as much value as I can from the music standpoint as far as entertainment and what we can add to the hobby, ways uh, families and kids and women and other people can um, be attracted to the hobby, but um, also the history of the hobby. As you guys know, I love the history of the hobby. I don't know everything. I know I don't know a lot, but just to share the grassroots, starting from gentlemen like you, who we wouldn't have a hobby if it wasn't for artists, if it wasn't for people way back in ancient times and Ming dynasty into the 1700s, 1800s and everything in between artists who really created pieces of work um, to, to, to make other people feel valued. Um, you guys are that as well as a host of other people. So th- that's my introduction. And I'll, um, D- Donnie, if you want to take the mic, if you want to take the mic next, next we're going to have a, a guy who, who I love I love as a brother already in this space because he jumped into my live and invited me in. And that was, it made me feel so valued. And in this, in, in life, we just want to feel valued. So brother Donnie B, you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, who you are, why you're here, man. Go ahead. Right on, man. That was a beautiful, uh, that was a beautiful piece you just laid down. Uh, yeah, man, I'm Donnie. Uh, go by Donnie B collectibles on uh, Instagram. And Uh, This is something that I've been, um, you know, I've had in my mind of uh, creating for a long time now. And I have been building my own platform uh, in hopes of finding the right people to share it with. And super, uh, super grateful that people like uh, Card Killer and people like yourself, Pete, uh, to come into my space. And, um, you know, not only vibe on a, on a very same, uh, similar creative level, 
just all be able to add a tremendous amount of value in different areas. Um, I would say um, our guy Card Killer is a straight up professional artist, whether it comes to card art or regular art. And I don't want to, <laughs> you know, give his introduction. Um, however, I am more of a, um, a collector, a super duper uh, collector that specializes in autographs, um, you know, mainly baseball cards. And then I, I dive into uh, NBA and my, my, uh, my primary collection in basketball is uh, basically all the nostalgic stuff, all the stuff that I loved watching as a kid, like uh, Allen Iverson, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, Steve Nash, you know, all, all of those type of dudes, Paul Pierce, um, when those dudes pop up for the right price, uh, that's that's kind of who I'm after for NBA. But that being said, um, you know, uh, f about a year into uh, my my uh, my hobby account on Instagram, um, I started uh, trying to make my own card art. You know, I seen um, probably three or four other people doing it at the time. Definitely, definitely a small handful, and 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 I have been. Um, affiliated and associated with i mean a good a good percentage of the hobby so I, I i i don't feel like there's any other card art movement going on you know anywhere else that i don't that i don't know about um so uh basically my card art is it's good it's it's definitely not um you know the the the, the top art in the space and I would say my strong point would be uh, promoting uh, the people that are at the top of the list. You know, the people that are um, impressing me the most. And um, I'm very, very good at being able to shine a light on people that deserve it. And um, and I'm, I'm grateful to, um, you know, hopefully be able to help shine a light on you uh, as well as Card Killer. You know, um, this, this type of platform that I've created is not... It's not. It's not for me. It's it's for us. And um, you know, very grateful to have you fellas on board. And um, I'd love to uh, pass the mic on over to my guy, uh, Card Killer. Well, I am uh, the Card Killer. Obviously, uh, it's an alias. Uh, I go by a different name in real life, and I have quite a different real life uh, to be to be sure uh, to be certain. Uh, the card killer is definitely something that I, I created a couple of years ago out of my need to uh, figure out my own art journey, which actually started quite a few years ago. I would say decades. I'm not going to tell you how many decades because uh, <laughs> it's quite a few. <laughs> and um, but, you know, this this uh, this hobby is something I've been into uh, since I was a young kid and I collected my entire life in and out and uh, it kind of just, you know, uh, I came to terms with it being a part of my art uh, life just because um, it's something that was always around me, something I always believed in. So um, it kind of took a natural turn into the hobby. And, um, you know, at first it, it just seems kind of like I was cutting up stuff to be a, uh, to be a clown. Um, but I definitely had a story in mind, and the story is part of the art because uh, the art is uh, slightly conceptual in the fact that uh, I want my audience um, who are card collectors and who will always be card collectors to uh, to take the journey with me. And uh, you two guys in particular are definitely two guys that, you know, I believe that are like 
right-hand men uh, to me and, and my purpose in this, in all of this. And uh, I think we can all uh, combine forces kind of like Voltron guys, crossing cultures, man. And, and especially with art and in life in general, man, I, I really want to get into the nitty gritty of, of, of what we, what we feel for the hobby and why we do and uh, how important uh, a part it plays in our lives. So um, that being said, uh, I want to, you know, say thank you all for joining us and um, hopefully we can continue this journey for a very long time and like Peter just said making history it's just the beginning absolutely absolutely thank you gentlemen do you, gentle, do you gentlemen mind if I bring up a topic first of course oh no yeah go ahead let's open it up open it up with a topic first go ahead brother I'm gonna start. I'm gonna let's open it up man uh let's something something's been burning on my mind it just it just kind of jumped on to me uh okay. I I know a lot of people um have either talked about uh vegas dave or at least seen his you know seen his kooky little video um where he's talking about market manipulation yada 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 um i almost feel like he wasn't trying to um parlay a real ish like parlay his real uh intake on anything I almost feel like he wanted to be a human meme. Like he wanted people to make fun of him, uh, almost going with like the all press is good press type of approach. Um, what do you guys think about that? Uh, Pete, I would want uh, to take a second. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> you want to you want to tackle it? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, I feel first and foremost, um, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, D. I don't, I don't know if he, if that was his opinion or if that was more of an, of a entertainment of an act, right. Or of a stunt. It felt like, a I mean, stunt. even, even with the Derek Carr, even with the Derek Carr claims talking about, he made more money on Derek Carr than, than Mike Trout. Like, like yeah, I almost feel ridiculous. like that was to get people talking, you know? Yeah. That's to get people talking. And really uh, for me, man, and this is why I like this space right here, right? Because what he's talking about and what he's doing, it really doesn't impact it. It's all noise and it's all fluff and it's all um, it's all noise. It impacts it in a sense to where it's misleading. It's misleading people and it's confusing people. And I don't feel it's right in that sense because um, when, when I say entertainment in the hobby, I think it's a way to make people feel good and a way to make people smile and be inviting and welcome them in, not necessarily to spend money, but to get a feeling, right? Whether to hold a card and feel good, to hear a story or whatever it is, watch a movie, read a book, but to, I don't know, to kind of make a, for lack of a better phrase, it, it felt like he was making a mockery of it. It just felt like it was planned. I don't think it was genuine or sincere. I don't even think he feels the way he honestly said. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's, I, I what I'm, was, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, it, it feels scripted. It, you know, I, I had commented on it, and I usually don't like to um, engage in the nonsense, but I just wanted to make a post about it just to reiterate that no matter what happens as far as the value with the cards that's happening now, monetary, um, me personally, I'm not going anywhere. I've been in the hobby my whole life. Um, you know what I mean? Collecting what I like and I found things. Oh yeah. We, 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 we jumped in this before it was cool, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so for me, it's like, okay, cool. It's now that there are more eyes on it, what can we do to get those eyes locked in on something real valuable or teach mm -hmm. them really how mm -hmm. to, how to, uh, see value in cards, you know what I mean? From an investment standpoint and, or from a collection standpoint. Yeah, man. I Definitely. think, um, 
you know, when I think about something that like what he did and why he did it, you know, I kind of look and, and I always think, um, you know, how I would what how would I handle something like that if I if I wanted to make a statement like that? And, uh, you know, when he comes up and says something like, you know, um, you know, the market's being manipulated and everything and we're seeing the crazy increases in prices. That's something that makes a lot of sense to me because it is it is a little bit outrageous to think that a card would go from that's that that's that's the truth yeah. in the matter. The rest is is a is quarter the bogus. of a million dollars. You know, the rest three is quarters the of a million dollars in a couple of months for the Jordan rookie. It it just doesn't make much sense. So it, he it, whereas he may be correct with the statement saying that, I think it's pretty much a safe statement to say. Um, but then I would say, yeah. you know, you know, if you know, why why would you pay so much attention to it? Why don't you just you do you and have fun with the hobby, not sit there and burn a, and, and burn a, a card um and and like put it in a negative light in that sense you know it's almost like um yeah it's just kind of that attention uh seeking mentality is it is kind of like the way he rocks 24/7 so it it really didn't surprise me or anything it's just that the way that i would deal with it would be different you know i'd be a little bit more like hey uh you know let's keep a cool head about this and and let's um let's enjoy the hobby like we do and not you know let this you know get in the way you know, uh, of, of appreciating what, you know, what we've liked for so long. Um, it's going to go away. And I can't, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't speak for yeah. either of you guys, but I almost feel like he created that feud between him and Gary V before he mentioned it. I had never put one thought into that. You know, uh, I don't saying? even know if there's a right. feud to begin with. I don't even know if Gary knows because it's always, it's all on Vegas <laughs> Dave's side. He doesn't care. <laughs> Gary's doing yeah, his own Gary's thing, dude. Different. Like he's Gary's got Gary's got a whole fucking conglomerate in Vegas. Dave has a couple flunkies that that he's paying to, you know, some college dropouts to to script them up some some straight, uh, you know, foo foo. Um, big difference, you know, in, in the two, you know. And, and I'm not saying Vegas Dave doesn't have money, but he definitely doesn't have, uh, uh you know. Anything, anything near what Gary V has Sometimes built. Sometimes I like to um, say, like, when I see something negative, that I just uh, withdraw from it and not speak of it because I don't want to give that guy any power. I don't think it. I don't think he right. deserves it. So, <laughs> right. um, Sometimes talking about him is is giving him the power in the first place. So uh, sometimes you know I just rather just go like, hey, let's move on to a, a funner funner topic. I mean, it's good to get out of the way. <laughs> It's too late, bro. To too late, bro. We already got <laughs> you. Just be mindful. Watch out. You know what I'm saying? And just look out. But it just it was more so how he said it and why he was saying it that that rubbed me the wrong way. But I can totally agree with him to a sense. I don't know about years or value, but everything comes, you know, everything. I don't know if it's going to be a crash or a correction. But the market, the market manipulation is a fact. Like that's that's yeah. that's the one thing that. Uh, that he spoke to, I almost like uh, I mean I, I don't know almost like a politician. You, you take you take a little bit of fact and then sprinkle on a bunch of uh, opinion on it, and and so it sounds good because there's a fact in it. You know? Yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> did it that as, that that as like the kind of setup. Because I mean, really, just saying the market's going to go down, you're not really um, you're not really taking like a a long shot. Uh, at what could possibly happen. No, of course it's going to go down. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to either go down or go up or stay the same. I mean, you got at least one third of a shot at your prediction there. It's, 
it's not gonna. It's. I mean, it's. It's not gonna keep rate. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this is me throwing my uh, my guess, but dude, it's not gonna keep raising. Uh, I mean, legitimately, at least, it's not gonna keep raising to uh, higher standards than six fifty. That are. I mean, obviously. Uh, I mean, I think it went even higher than that. Seven fifty yeah, or something. But um, it, it 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 seems it seems super fraudulent. Uh, obviously, so the only way that it would be increasing would be more fraudulent activity and i don't know um how and when you know they can even uh you know persecute look at the result like look that. how many people like that's are, really beyond look at how my many knowledge people are holding on to these cards now like how often do you see a jordan 10 go up for auction they used to go on up quite often because they knew the return was pretty solid now everybody's like "Ooh, i'm gonna hold on to it to see where it goes and they're not being put out there anymore because of the manipulation and uh and then, you know, the yeah. longer you hold on to it, the more riskier it's going to get. Because then once that flame dies down, then, you know, the next auction comes up. And if those those stockholders that are are, are bidding a million dollars on it are not around, uh, that's where that bubble bursts. And um, and then a whole big reset button goes. And, and those people who think they're going to make a million dollars off the Jordan ends up only making, you know, maybe a $50,000 uh, profit off their investment, which is nice and everything, but it's not, it's not that, boom, it's not that <laughs> boom that they're expecting right now. Cause you know, you right. got what? 315 yeah. PSA 10s in Jordan. You would think that one would be up, I don't know would be up every week, but everybody's holding on right now right. or something like that. So, and I'm, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I, I'm willing to bet whoever, you know, the people that bought, the uh the you know the super expensive uh auction PSA ten I'm willing to bet they have yeah, a few I'm in sure their they, pocket. They, there's a few <laughs> people who have a stack, for sure. That's the way it's going. That's the way it's going. But I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's something that you know. Do I wish that I caught caught the boat a couple of years ago? Hell yeah, why not? But but uh, yeah. uh you know, to each his own. You know, yeah. I I had to pick my spots. You know, <laughs> ever since, and uh, I still have my PC, and I'm pretty good. <laughs> It's right, moving. right. I know you happy yeah. with that. Yeah, right. Lately, absolutely <laughs> yeah. lately, because you know who my guy is, and uh, and he's been taking a nice, nice little rise lately. So I'm, I'm glad about that. I'm happy. You yeah, yeah I mean, gotta, you, you got to be careful with that one, though. Uh, I mean, I mean that. Uh, I mean, I mean, Griffey's never going to go, you know, uh, super down in value, but uh, it's the the spikes are always going to be media related or whatever. Uh, you know, whatever he's got going on currently, but Griffey is the type of person that will always come up in the media every once in a while for, yeah, you know, that, that boy of... is my, my mantle and my, you know, of my generation for my, and, you know, in my opinion. And that's how that works for me. Yeah. And he's, I think, you know, it, regardless, I mean, the, the, him getting that job by the commissioner is really good and everything because he's going to start making big differences in the hobby and in the uh and in in the major leagues and you know for charities and everything so like he's gonna be in the eye i think uh until he retires from that and uh you know he builds that legacy so um that and uh and i i mean i think you're, you're gonna see you know things even get better for him and uh and and major league baseball in general yeah. Hey. So. So that being said, uh, gentlemen, we are gonna have a segment where we ask each other a question, 
And since you are already kind of tackling it, I figured I may as well slip my question in. <laughs> I, like uh, that. I like that. Yeah, why not? You know, oh, why not, guys? You know, I know bring we it back. Really, why not? Uh, talked about a name uh, for this segment, but maybe inside the wax. What? Ooh. 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 inside the wax. This yeah. is like in depth. Let's go right. inside the, the, the in depth question. Here, here's our inside <laughs> on the wax, gentlemen. Um, so. I'll start with you, uh, Mr. Car Killer. Uh, so, if you had to make card art of one specific player for the rest of your days, said you know, so, so someone handed you a contract, uh, you know, where you will live significantly well yeah. for the rest of your life, but you have to make uh, card art of only one player for the rest of your days. Uh, who would that player be and, and why, is there sir? A caveat that it can't be Griffey. Okay, I would love that, but I mean, uh, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could do right. um, well, you know multiple answers. I do uh, know that your favorite, yeah, uh, favorite player is Ken Griffey Jr. Griffey, so sure. it would be him. The funny thing is that I haven't legitimately made one piece of card art about him ever. And that's why I felt like answering it with uh, Ken Griffey right, would have been illegitimate. Done it yet? Not to say that it didn't start the Griffey challenge, <laughs> yep. because that is a piece of performance art. Now, um, now taking a, a card of Griffey and making a full-fledged art card piece is something that 2021 is going to bring. And uh, I have a few in mind that I'm going to be tackling soon. Um, that would be my long-term guy. You know, I've just been kind of like waiting. You know, I've been just putting fuel in my tank to kind of make that rocket go for, for him. Um, and, uh, you know, I consider mm -hmm. him my favorite player. So I want to make sure that I have every like all my ducks in line when I start, you know, crafting my Griffey cards. Now, if you want to talk about someone who I've done before and uh, and that I would continue to do, it would probably be. Um, you know, I would have to say these if if I had to choice between MJ and Brady, uh, I, I just watch a hell of a lot more football nowadays. So it'd probably be Brady. And well, and, and I mean, MJ, like you, you don't have to think about value no. either. You know what I'm saying? No, but like um, value is taken true, care of. I've always admired um, Brady for a few reasons. And one, obviously, the level he plays at and the level he's been able to continue to play at and at, at the age that he is now is ridiculous. Um, two, he gave uh, the Giants two of the best Super Bowls in in history for me because I'm a huge Giants fan. So if you're going to beat the best <laughs> to be the best, he really gave New York that dream twice. So that I appreciate him losing for that for that, you know. Um, because <laughs> man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one, one of the, one of the things, one of the first things that made me fall in love with you was your, uh, what was your skit? Uh, you made like a reenactment video with cards of, uh, good. I want to say it was, uh, the movie Goodfellas and, um, and, and you put, you put, uh, Tom Brady, it was like a shot. It was a cool shadow box card and you put him in like the, in the, in the meat locker. Uh, and, uh, with a bunch oh, of frozen yeah. chicken wings. Yeah, that was supposed to be, <laughs> bro. That was, dude. Seeing that, literally, I, I'm, I was in. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I hope that I get to talk to this dude someday. I hope this dude becomes my friend. Well, he does. <laughs> but, okay. I, 
I ain't even take it that far. I just, I was just, my mouth just dropped. <laughs> that was the Frankie Carbone <laughs> scene where he was frozen solid in the meat locker, right? So, I mean, with a budget of like five <laughs> yeah. bucks on that card, because I pulled that card a, a while back, I bought some chicken wings and I just floated a GoPro right through, um, <laughs> you know, right through a cardboard box with the chicken wings hanging just to, to mimic, you know, the meat locker uh, in the truck. But it, you know, it, it kind of kind of worked because, you know, it matched the scene. It kind of matched the timing. Uh, that card was a 2008 uh, Chrome Brady base uh, refractor. So I it. it that was a, that, a, that's a nice awesome card, man. Card. That's a I nice mean, card. Back, two years ago, it wasn't worth as much <laughs> as it is now. But um, I don't re I don't really regret it. Yeah. But um, what I did was I. I no way. That, I mean, you need to repost it, man. You need to you need to bring yeah, that back do, to the spotlight I can do a little, somehow. Because many people do don't little, know about like, that you know, stuff. Uh, you know, two-year anniversary kind of post. But um, that card was, was, you know, had a nice background that I cut out. So it looks looks like it's clear, but it's actually just, um, it's a cut-up cut card that's um, frozen brick in, 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 uh, in a solid piece of ice. So it looks like an acetate card, but it's actually wow. just frozen solid. Uh, so I... Wow. wow. I, yeah, I, I thought that was a shadow box, man. No, that was, that's funny. It's a straight you got block me. of ice that it's stuck in. Um, and yeah, and then I thawed that card out and then I put the gold <laughs> leaf on it and I gave it away because that's what I used to do. No, oh, I mean, you back then <laughs> I had to get people's attention and I was like, look, the first person to comment that they, you know, they enjoyed it, I'm going to send it to them because that's how I wanted to get my name out there. And I did that for the Brady and the Gronk for the same for the same post. And, uh, you know, I ran that for quite a few few months where, you know, there's people out there who have the oldest pieces of card art from me and uh, they they got it for nothing but uh, but a comment. I have. I, I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in yeah, that. Group. That's true. You do have a couple of very, very early pieces. And Pete, I have. Uh, well, no, 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 not a hey, despite those despite those uh, you, you sent me the Marshall okay, Falk so Mayhem piece. Um yeah. Uh, you sent that while you were still sending people uh, cards. Basically, whoever messaged you, you would send a card for free. Uh, I mean, obviously, you weren't letting people pick because you know why? <laughs> why should they get yeah, to pick I mean, it? Yeah, I mean, and uh, but yeah, that's it's definitely the the way I used to go, and and it's taken a bunch of turns since. Um, that that is like the ultimate. That is the ultimate uh, card killer, like badge of honor. If you have one yeah, of the his freebie cards, cards. Are fun. I mean, it, it's kind of like it, it's just making a statement rather than a piece of art. But then it becomes a piece of art because the statement is art, and uh, and uh, you know, yeah. and each each one has a meaning behind it, a story, or just like a fun way of dealing with cards because cards are just a piece of cardboard, man, to you and I until well, you give it some value. You now just you now just opened up a uh, a barrel of worms, sir. You're now gonna have to explain I, the yeah, mayhem I'm, breaks, my friend. What exactly uh, is a mayhem okay. break? <laughs> uh, these questions got more complex. You did this. this you the, did the this, card question. killer. Okay. Um, <laughs> you did this, man. Mayhem break <laughs> Let's go. When I take a unopened pack of whatever and I find a way to uh, alter the pack by either geez any creative way drilling a hole uh, i've stuck railroad spikes through it um i haven't gotten anything with violent weapons but uh i've used an axe through a card before um 
Yo, throwing knives. Dude, throwing do, knives would be fun, man. I want to or do like a, throwing a, axes throwing or something. In Brooklyn here that I wanted that I want to do a nice Griffey challenge with, and I could probably include a couple of mayhem uh, packs so that we just uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, is, that would be awesome, man. That would be yeah, great. Uh, that, great you know, content. Uh, you bust a pack that has not been tampered with. And you never really know what you're going to get or, or what you're going to end up destroying. So there's a bit of risk involved. Obviously, if I'm, you know, right. uh, mayhem in a, a pack of prism, you know, and there's something autographed that's a one on one in there, uh, you know, that's just the game I'm playing. And it's it's kind of making a statement that cardboard is cardboard and we give it the value that we do just based upon the hobby and other people's value of it. Um, the fact that I could take a one-on-one and put a hole in the middle of it still makes it a one-on-one. I would probably um, further alter it to make it really nice looking and maybe even nicer than it was before it came out of the pack. Uh, that hasn't happened yet, but let's just say that it does. It's like um, it's kind of adding an artist's interpretation of the hobby to a card and not to take away value, but to add value. Um and, you know, I gold leaf it with my name on it so that, you know, it's mine. Uh, that's kind of a signature thing I do. And uh, and it represents my my card art journey and how I fit into the hobby and the questions and the statements I like to make, uh, uh, you know, within within this hobby. And so a mayhem break is fun. It's exciting. Sometimes it's a little risky, but it's always um, it's it's always something to get people going and um and get people interested in, in what, in what we're all doing at the moment. Uh, and where, tell me, tell me where will people find your, your mayhem so breaks what, coming as up? As an extension of this podcast, we're going to be putting out a YouTube channel, which is kind of going to feature uh, a variety of video segments that either I would put together or Pete or Donnie would be putting together. That will just be like um, an addition to, this podcast and doing segments that we can have fun with video and then just add that. So we would just be like, Hey, uh, you know, catch, catch the next mayhem break on YouTube and, uh, you know, subscribe and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we'll, we'll offer it to our, uh, to our listeners as exclusive content as exclusive. Um, you know, my, for me, the mayhem breaks will be exclusive art from the, from the podcast itself. So um, we definitely have that in the works. So look forward to that. That'll be coming out real quick. Correct. And 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 and, and we did a we did a uh, a mayhem break recently. So uh, there will be about fifteen people that will receive some of those cards, and they'll be popping up. And now people will have somewhere to go to where it's kind of explained of why these cards yeah, will be popping no, absolutely. up. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm sending out about a dozen cards now this week. To people who uh, supported me a couple of weeks ago in one of uh, me and Donnie's endeavors, and uh, just to show appreciation, I, I, I set up a mayhem for them, and uh, they'll be getting those cards. So you probably see maybe a shout out or two within the next week of, of people showing a, a mayhem card or two, so you see what it's about. But we'll also get into it, and I'll, I'll, I'll give examples on that YouTube channel, so uh, to be to be thorough and uh, explain it correctly. YouTube slash Patreon potentially, but we'll uh, we'll iron those details no, out for sure, when they come. For sure, because um, that would get into a whole really cool area of of content for our audience for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, we we have some unique concepts that uh, you know we, we we'd love to share with 
uh, our listeners and everybody that's that's in the hobby. Um, that being said, um, when I originally asked your question, I had a decent idea that you might say, Griffey. Um, um, I'm going to ask Pete a very similar question, uh-huh. and I can honestly say I have no idea what the answer will be. I'm actually very excited to hear really? it. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I want to hear it, too. Um, okay, so, so, so what's the question? So, so Pete, question? if you could, if, 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 so I know you, I know you're not making card art. You did, uh, you definitely did stab a hole in, in a pack of uh, prism, I believe, which was awesome. Yeah, for the culture, <laughs> for the culture, for the, for the culture, culture, baby. For the same reason, for the same reason, card killer said it's just cardboard. Just, yeah. it, it was, it was, it was, it was like the, the initiation of this, the birth of this right here. You know what I mean? I felt like that was my, uh, it was lovely. my baptism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, if you had to, you know, potentially get rid of all your collection, you could keep one player and you could keep, you know, you could keep collecting one player or had to be one player. Who would that player be? Um, so if I had to collect, keep one player, who would that player be? Yes, sir. I'm um, not going to lie. Uh, right now, for the cards that I currently have in my possession or my collection, it would be it would be Javid. It would be my cousin. I'm not going to lie to you. Love that. It, it, would be, it, it would be Javid. It would be cuz. That's the one that means more than the cardboard. That's the one that when, when, when whoever walks in the house, they're going to know exactly who it is. Um, I've seen this guy um, give back to the community, give back to his family, be an outstanding father, husband. Um, I've seen him accomplish things in his personal life. Um, I've seen him fail. You know what I mean? I've seen him overcome. You've seen him run. You've seen him run in the Olympics. I've seen him. I mean, I used to chase him around. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Back in the day before we used to chase him around in parties and things like that. But um, yeah, just seeing him just grow and mature and just always be so humble. A lot of these guys on these cards are so humble as y'all. I'm pretty sure y'all know, like sometimes when they see themselves on a card, they get forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, he's, he's one of those guys who, who was always humble. And that's the part that I think if it wasn't for that, then I would just group him up with the rest of the guys and probably pick someone else. But um, if I had to, if I had, I want to cheat and, and pick an answer music related. And if it's somebody I know this week specifically, I've been writing songs. I've been my, my card art. Right. I've been creating songs and it's been spe- specifically women, women in wax and women in sports. Mm-hmm. So I've wrote I've wrote about two or three v- verses just specifically because if I want to advocate for that space, I want to make sure, you know, I'm doing that, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm putting that in my card art per se. You know what I mean? As, yeah, hey, as um, I try and touch a whole bunch of people. Before you, know what I before mean? you and, dig into yeah. that, which I can't wait to hear uh-huh. more of, um, uh-huh. talking about Javid, uh, I do know that he, I mean, he had a, he had a couple of very significant uh, long, long break touchdowns in the NFL for the, uh, for the Detroit Lions. Um, yeah. I do, I do know his number was 44. Um, yeah. my favorite number is 44. Like it's attached to my, uh, my, my, my main handle for my, my main, uh, Instagram page. It's in all of my passwords. It's been in all my passwords for my whole life. Uh, I, I'm curious if there's any significance, uh, to that number. If that's one of his favorite numbers, I, I, I also seen a picture <laughs> of him having a skateboard with 44 cut out in his grip tape. So I don't know if there's yeah. any significance in that. 
Man, it's crazy. Yes, yes, it's crazy how there is a strong significance with the number four in our family. Back when I was in elementary school, 44 was my number. Now he didn't pick oh, 44 wow. because of that. He just picked he had he didn't pick 40, but four has always been like the family number. He was four. I think I was gonna say I think he was four at Cal, right? Yep, he was four at Cal. So 44 was just, you know, the set just four twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there is significance to that for him, for us. We all it's crazy because four is the family number, but it means something to each one of us for different reasons. Like we we all came up with four on our own without knowing that everybody was gonna like four. It's some weird family stuff we have. Um, but even more that I'm learning is that I believe. Um, 44. Somebody was telling me the other day in a uh, in a clubhouse room that Lewis Hamilton, I believe his F1 Formula Formula One car is 44, and then she was telling me uh, Barack Obama was the 44th president. Yeah, and and then some other athlete that was 44 as well too. And she was like, Peter, that's a significant number in history. And I never put all those together, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, four is something that you know, yeah, that we uh. It's a number we always choose in the family. For so, uh, hashtag great question. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you uh, if you wouldn't mind elaborating on your uh, your female inspirations, sir. The female inspirations come from uh, what I feel is the great one of the greatest collectors in this space, Cindy Dick. Um, she has a huge collection of women's. Um, trading cards and sports cards and, and so you're and, now and you're photos. now you're now digging into our next segment, sir. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 that's where the inspiration comes from. I'm not yeah. going to get too deep into it, but I'm always going to you know I have to pay homage because in this hobby, yeah. one thing that's been hobby history that I want to break is not paying homage, man. Correct. Um, ever since ever since uh, tobacco companies and ever since gum companies and then even more modern um, card companies. Paying homage uh, to the true roots, grassroots, having a core values and a mission statement and something to stand on and honor the people before them and the people who made it possible for them has been a lost, a lost trait. So always, if I even forget to do it, I want to make sure that I honor because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know so much about black. Yeah, it's today. all it's all about you know it's I mean? all about so, influence. And it doesn't always have to come from an influencer. Yeah. It doesn't have to come from someone with exactly. a million uh, followers. It doesn't have to come from anything like that. I believe the 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 woman you're speaking of has a very small following and has one of the one of the most extensive collections I've ever seen, and um and, right. and she 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 must have a wealth of knowledge of everything that you're trying to learn more about, and uh you know what it what what a great uh person to inspire, um a, a direction that I'm sure that you're gonna start heading in in, in your collection. I'm sure I'm sure you're gonna start collecting some of the that she is bringing to light for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So starting, start, uh, while I'm working on that, I'm going to, that my card art, our card art that we're creating is uh, focused on empowering women and empowering, uh, really all minorities in this space and minorities isn't necessarily your race man minority can be like i said women children i feel card artists are minorities in this space and they shouldn't be you know what i mean i feel um if you're a brand new collector or a brand new investor you're you're a minority in this space if you, my my first time going to a card show was two weeks ago i felt like a minority in that space because i didn't know card etiquette so just uh my card art that i want to give um, and start creating on now, man. It's just for others, man. Like you, you all do. I've been inspired by you all, you know. So now, now, Donnie, now it's your turn to answer that same exact question before we move on to the next question. You know what I mean? Uh, what, 
what 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 card are you taking with you and why Ooh, um that's funny i didn't even think to answer my own question uh in, in a thorough <laughs> detail i mean it's it's uh it's 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 simple for me um i mean my my fa my favorite player of all time is ken griffey jr um but even even uh currently i can't say that i have an extensive collection of him he is uh i mean obviously an an, an elite uh baseball athlete and um his price point is not the most friendly um so it's hard for somebody like me to invest heavily in a player like that. Um, that that being said, um, in choosing who I collect now, uh, ironically, is someone that has a very similar essence to Ken Griffey Jr. I almost call him the current uh, right-handed version of Ken Griffey Jr. And that man is uh, Ronald Acuna. And I'm lucky enough to... Uh, have a very very unique piece that uh, Card Killer made of Ronald Acuna that uh, has made people quite jealous over the last few months, and um, that that I mean I guess uh, I'll talk about a little bit of what sparked that. Um, I I mean everyone in the you know everyone that collected baseball in uh, 2017 2018. Uh, it was pretty clear to see that he was going to win Rookie of the Year, which is cool. I mean, people win Rookie of the Year all the time. It's 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 fun. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, he just he 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 already seemed super unique, super special. He just I, I'm all about passion, whether it's passion for cardboard, passion for playing the game, passion for life. Uh, that dude just he he just he just oozed passion and 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 that's that's key for me. Uh, I mean, me being a a sober adult, uh, drug free for for four and a half years. One of the uh, one of the things that I had uh, the most fun doing in my sober life is going to baseball games. Uh, I mean, even even by myself if I have to. You know, it's just it's a great feeling of nostalgia being being at the ballpark. And um, in 2018, probably, probably two two months before he won Rookie of the Year, um, he actually threw me a warm up ball from the first inning. Yeah, wow. and uh, that was very significantly special. Uh, I would say I've been to you know probably probably over I don't know 50 baseball games in my life, and um, I've gotten very few baseballs and. Definitely none tossed to me by my favorite player. So uh, that's my guy, man. That's who I would. Uh, that's who I would collect for the rest of my okay. days. And that's and I'm happy you said that in the way you said it too, um, because that's a good, uh, perfect uh, segue. Alley oop! I'm gonna throw the alley oop and the lob to Card Killer because you talked about this. Um, question Rob, what was your question that was, you wanted to ask the group, brother? If you would have to take one word that would describe the emotion that you feel when you think about the hobby and how it pertains to your life and how it works in and out of your life, what would that word be and why? And uh, I don't know who wants to take it first, but let's, let's go with Pete. Well, I, I mean, Pete, you, you're, you're already halfway, you already halfway stepped yeah. through it, man. Go ahead and finish it. 
<laughs> right? I guess so, right? I did halfway step through it. So let me go ahead now. I, so you're going to throw the, I threw the alley. Now you're going to throw another alley off the glass. Now we're Harlem Globetrotting it. Okay. Okay. So we Damn, can Harlem, Go, uh, okay, Harlem so Globetrotters over here. I love I, it. <laughs> one word. And man, knowing me, if you ask me this word uh, next week, it's, it may change. But today, that word would have to be, I'll go with um, innovation. I'll go with innovation. I'll, I'll really go with innovation and innovation um, because I feel I can, I can add a whole bunch of other words under that. Cause for me, innovation is history. It's what's already been done. That hasn't been repeated. Right. Um, it's, it's what's been done that hasn't been done at all or what's been accomplished that hasn't been highlighted at all. Um, it's, it's, it's what, what hasn't been accomplished and what hasn't been done. It's, it's just to create, you know what I mean? To me, innovation and creation, um, um, leaves, is more inclusive. Um, so for me in my life, um, as far as it pertains to the hobby, man, I just, in life, I like to be innovative, even in my own space with my family, we like to be innovative, find different ways, um, to have fun, different ways to engage in different ways like that, just different ways really to add value to each other's lives. I mean, it may not be intentional all the time. I think the hobby is making me more intentional um, about my family, honestly, and it's crazy. And it's making me more passionate about my family because here I am passionate about this hobby and spending time on this hobby and with these people. And then it just makes me circle back to, hold on, my family are are, are, are just a special, great equal. They, they are me. They are, they are the reason why I'm so innovative. They are the start of that. And then the hobby family and my community family are also a part of that collective that inspires me and make, uh, helps me be so innovative um, like you were saying, Car Killer, you said it, bro. And it was like, man, I know you, my brother, from another. When when you thought about that last uh, 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 video that you made, yeah. you said you thought about it and then you went and did it right away. You know how many times that I've been walking up to bed at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and then I thought about something and said, nope, I have to do it now. I have to do it now. And then sometimes people will hit me and say, <laughs> you've been dropping too much content. Slow down. Save some. And I'm like, no, why? Like, first of all, why, I, I got the juices flowing. Why stop? I'm not always going to have this time. And then it challenges me to push it to the next level. Um, when You know what I mean? The more innovative I am, it's like, all right, so I did that and I keep it going. We, I, we know what's going to come next, people. We know what's going to come next. We did, the, we did an animated hobby music video um, back in August of 2020 or last year sometime. And now we have Pokemon and Post Malone. Not po I don't know, like... Now we have a creative doing the same exact thing. Car Killer, we were on the same exact wavelength. We we want to do this and do it now. So not necessarily. I mean, little 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 little, little Dicky made an animated rap video. Uh, probably probably like probably like three years ago, four years ago. Right, a, a whole bunch of people have made animated rap videos. But not oh about cars. oh, Post Malone made a song about cars. Rap videos. I don't know if he made a song, but there's going to be an animated concert, a Pokemon what? concert. And it's an animated. I'm not gonna lie. It looks. It, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, yeah. It, so, so. But what great minds think alike. This could have already been planned two, three, four years ago. But it just makes us want to keep on being innovative and just think ahead of the curve. So innovative for me, man, is what what ties it for me because I always try and encourage oh, my kids at home. Um, I, we were just out. And I was trying to buy them a green screen. You know, when I was their age, I wasn't asking for green screen. We didn't have green screens, but I don't think I was asking for things like that. But he asked for a green screen because he has a YouTube channel. He wants to be innovative and do things like that. So 
I'm trying to support that in every way. So the hobby has opened me up to that. So my word is innovative. And now I'm going to do my Harlem Globetrotter after I done took the ball and put it through the legs a million times and around my back six times. And now I'm going to um, alley-oop it to you, Donnie. Uh, before you do your trick, your trick pass back to back to man. Uh, right now you can't see me, but I'm dribbling like that old uh, Nike commercial. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say nostalgic gratification. All right. So, mm. so uh, okay, through the legs behind yes, the back. Sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir, man. I, and I just shot a, a, a Steph Curry half court uh, fucking three point. You know, so it's all good. But uh, nostalgic gratification. Um, what got me started collecting again about four and a half years ago was finding a baseball signed by Ken Griffey Jr. at an antique shop. And it brought back um, a severe sense of nostalgia. And seeing something that I legitimately wanted uh, so bad as a kid and it was it was so far it was like it was so far away um growing up it, you know it was very out of reach to get something like that um i mean for not, not only for me for for anybody you know ken griffey jr was was has always been a premier player and uh and and growing up the the memorabilia market was was even you know more more inflated in price than it is now with 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 side memorabilia stuff like that um, so to come across something like that, uh, obviously I had to have it and, um, it kind of lit, lit the kindling to, um, you know, wanting to obtain more things like that, that gradually led into, uh, collecting cards just because everything was taking up so much space, man, having a bunch of eight by tens. Like now I own probably 50 signed eight by tens and I don't have anywhere to hang any of them, <laughs> you know? So it just kind of led back into uh, cards and not only collecting them. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been unemployed from the pandemic or self-employed, however you want to call it. Um, and uh, but before that, uh, you know, I would I would partake in in um, in going to the LCS and buying some some packs and boxes and. Uh, that feeling of pulling a card that you're looking for or pulling uh, something that is of a lot of value. Um, uh, it's just, it's, it's a feeling that is, it, it's almost impossible to describe if you haven't uh, partook in it, you know, like, you know, I mean, to, to, to equate it, it's, you know, like, like uh, someone pulling any, anyone pulling like a, a Michael Jordan autograph, if Michael Jordan is your favorite player, you know, like that, that 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 feeling it can't be duplicated, um, and there are there are many other feelings like that. You know, uh, you know, getting a good deal on a card, e even if even if your sole intention is to make money. Um, I mean, so you know, uh, some of my best uh, feelings from the hobby would be, you know, the the largest profit margins you've made on something. You know, like uh, for example, I bought a. Uh, a Mark McGuire Modesto A's error card. I bought it for like a dollar or like five bucks thinking it was not the error card, thinking it was just the regular version. And uh, I bought it for five bucks, sold it for like 140. And if I, if I had gotten it graded, I probably would have got close to a thousand. Um, and, and, and a feeling like that 
I mean, man, it, it, it's like it's like it's like uh, being a gold miner and and straight up hidden, you know, a chunk of gold, man. It's 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 a it's a very unique feeling, and uh, so nostalgic gratification is my answer. All right, I like that answer. Now I'm shooting. Love, I'm shooting love, it back. So let's, uh, you know, if I was going to answer that question myself, uh, you know, take a word of emotion and, you know, um, put it pertain it to the hobby and 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 what I feel about it. I, overall, I mean, in the entire scope of everything, I think the word would be hope for me, um, because it covers so much of my life that, um, you know, whether it be when I was a kid and we were playing sports and, uh, you know, I learned what sportsmanship was from my coaches, um, and to always strive for better and to, to understand that the biggest competition is yourself, um, to always hope for better and always strive for better. And, uh, that, you know, and to watch the players as you grow up and admired, um, and then you can, you know, use that as a, take that as a sign of hope for, you know, for striving for better. Um, and it, it melds right into the hobby because then I could physically go and have a, a something in my hand that represents the athlete that I appreciate so much and the sport that I was taught and, and the respect I was taught by my coaches on how to, how to not only play the sport, but live your life. Um, that kind of respect um, was, was, you know, a big influence in my life and, and how I treat life itself. Uh, through sports. So um, the sports cards is like a physical manifestation of, of the way I remember my childhood. Um, and it always made me hope for, you know, for an amazing life. And um, as an artist, uh, it, it continues to be that word because I hope for the best for my, my art career and my journey and everything. And, and it's still, it's ties into the hobby intricately now. So it's, it's been with me my whole life and, and I continue to hope for the best and strive for the best. And I think maybe uh, that's why you two here are together with me today. And um, and and we have that hope for the hobby and we have that hope for ourselves. And, um, you know, I don't mean to get old man about it or all sappy, but <laughs> it's just it's something I believe in. And it's something that I, I, I want to <laughs> spread and I want to teach um, that kind of hope for for, your, for ourselves and, and for uh, our family. And and everything that um that we we hold dear to ourselves, man. And uh, so uh, that that would be, you know, I didn't have too much time to think about. It. I didn't think we were answering our own questions, but but <laughs> but you were there, laughing at me, man. <laughs> but there Shoot. it is. I often get pretty sappy when it that comes was the to uh, long part. answers. But <laughs> there you have it. I mean, it, it's everything to me. So um, I hope to give my best to you guys and and to everybody listening uh, that they get our message uh, well heard. And that uh, we can actually provide that value for everybody, you know. Yeah. So I mean, when uh, when we when will. my when my work uh, shut we down, will. you know, I mean, damn, clo uh, almost exactly a year ago, um, I had already had my page going. It was around uh, nine nine thousand followers, which is, you know, less than uh, half of what it is now. Um, it was more of a, uh, it was more of a side hustle It was more of a hobby, you know? And the day that they, uh, that they shut the doors at work, man, like I, I had a decision to make if I was gonna, you know, start looking for, for menial jobs here and there, or really just, 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 di just dive in, man, D dive all in to the hobby 
and uh, you know, just just totally buy into the culture. Buy, I'm talking everything, man, from from Instagram in general. Like I, I haven't even I, I've been selling like exclusively on Instagram, which will definitely start changing here in the near future. But um, you know, I, I I chose to go that route rather than um, you know spread time uh, posting a bunch of stuff on eBay and and going that route. Like I, I really wanted to form more of a communal vibe of who I did business with, and obviously that will lead to more uh, to more return customers, especially if <laughs> I mean if you provide good service, you know and um i mean customer service is what i've been doing in general for so long so you know it's not it's not hard for me to uh put you know those same tactics in with my everyday life and uh i mean it's i i I can't say it's been like a glorious lifestyle by any means but i mean i i spend my days uh you know dealing dealing with my passion and uh, I love to, I, I love that we're creating this extension of that um, because I mean, there's so many, you know, th- th- there's so many lanes that can be uh, traveled um, throughout this base of, uh, you know, what we got going sure. here. I, I, does that, does that, yeah, no, I was going to okay, say, so does that, that wrap up the question? Part, segment? Part, no. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Carl uh, Killer. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say that wraps up the question segment now, right? So, so now we can move on to the um, I don't know what we want to call it, but we're we're, we're praising. What are we going to call this? Savage shoutouts. <laughs> uh, uh, savage shoutouts. Why not? Yes, I like that. I like that. The savage shoutouts. Who wants to start off with their savage shout out of the week who you who do you have um i'll kick it off man um so throughout the last month and a half two months i have been uh undertaking a very large uh charity charity project that obviously i have a lot of uh you know keyword passion a lot of passion for um it's you know uh, i'm basically um to give a little uh, a little bit about what that project is, basically getting the you know a lot of the card art community, about 24, 25 different artists, to make a um, to make a card art piece, a one of a kind uh, card of a pitcher named Devin Smelter, um, the Minnesota Twins, who um, not only overcame um, cancer as a child around I want to say age nine or ten. Um, he now as a pitcher has his own charity foundation called catch cancer looking. And so we will be auctioning off all of those cards for his charity, um, after he signs them. So it'll be pretty, it'll be a pretty special, uh, thing and a a real cool way to give back. And that being said, man, I mean, it takes, it takes a whole village, uh, sometimes, you know, um, uh, I, I definitely, definitely right. card killer has helped me uh, along the way. And uh, I would like to shout out this gentleman for stepping in to, uh, to help out in the 11th hour and kind of help create a graphic for the release of our uh, project, which we will probably be releasing uh, publicly here in the next couple of days. And 
that gentleman goes by the name of at the underscore card underscore connect the card connect. Uh, his name is Jeremy. Real, real good dude. Um, gave him, gave him, you know, some bullet points, some direction to run with. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been very, uh, eager to help out and he's been, um, he's been efficient, man. You know, he's been, uh, you know, I mean, not everybody can take constructive criticism and it's not even, it's not even const- uh, constructive criticism that we're giving him. It's, it's literally just opinions, you know, just, just trying to get everybody, uh, to the, to the, to the place that we're trying to get to. Um, and that being said, he also has another page that he started up called, uh, at card art collabs. And basically he is, I mean, sole mission is just trying to bring more of a communal vibe in the card art community. And, um, I wouldn't say force, uh, you know, collaborations with other artists, but, um, you know, gives, gives the opportunity for other artists to collaborate and come up, come up with cool, uh, new works that, uh, wouldn't have, uh, existed, you know, if those two minds didn't get together and create something. And he's also been doing, um, you know, little, little interviews. He's, in fact, his first two interviews were with me and Card Killer. Uh, you know, probably I'd say about thirty-minute segments of just kind of getting to know the artist. Um, and so, yeah, that's my shout out, man. Shout out to Jeremy, man. You rock, brother. That was savage. And uh, I guess I will. Pa- I'll, pa- I'll, I'll pass it on over to Pete. Okay. Okay. Did you uh, want to comment just, on, on I that real having quick? An interview uh, with him Kay, recently, man. He's on. a really cool guy. Really, really eager about uh, the community and really likes. Um, he really wants to be a part of it all. And, and uh, he, he's got a lot of positivity behind him. So uh, it's definitely a, a, a definitely savage shout out to uh, the card connect for uh, hooking up in the scene. Yeah. Everyone, everyone go, go ahead and give him a yeah. follow man on both pages at the card follow. connect and at card. Art you know what's crazy? Let me, let me make sure card. I believe, I believe card connect is the one. The Javed Best card, sent, yep. Um, that's him. That's yes, him. Savage yes, shout out, baby. Yes. Bring and, it around. And that, and that's what I call value because because he never asked Javed where he was from, what what anything meant to him or anything like that. He just created that, and that's that's why I love card art, and that's what people don't understand behind it. Like that's Javed. This is his favorite card now. Because it's more than just the card. He represented his father, my father, our father's home island of St. Lucia in the Olympics. And we're passionate about that. That's our culture. Like we still have some of that that culture we hold on to, even though we're first generation Americans. So yeah, triple tap that second shout out for uh for, I didn't for, for I, did, I guys, didn't even man. I didn't even real think but that yeah, that was a great that was a great shout out, man. Uh, you know, way to way to bring it around uh, someone that has in, uh, affected all yep. of uh, all of our lives a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. So since you pass it to me, um, man, I gotta go with my guy, man. Um, I, I, I look at this guy pretty much in the same way I look at y'all. This man is uh an artist in so many different ways, whether it's uh using his hands to make a card, to make anything else, just to make people feel valued, to express himself. Um, he I feel like he can wrap circles around me. You know what I mean? Dude, he's so gifted. He is. He is gifted. 
man, he's gifted. And we had a deep conversation last night and it was, it was just, just, just always talking with him. Um, I mean, it's just like talking with you all. I'm just always so humbled and inspired at the same time. And, um, but, but, uh, uh, Jake James, man, his, his Instagram is the underscore G R eight. That's G R the let, uh, the number eight. And then another R underscore greater loves with a Z cars. <laughs> so if you, if you type in Jake James, and follow Jake James, you'll see him. You'll see the, uh, the greater, the greater, greater love. Say that, hey, hold on. Say All that right? 10 the times greater, fast greater real quick. That's right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm put it in a song. <laughs> Write a song about it, man. Hell yeah! I'll put, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all these artists in a song, man. We're gonna end up putting all these artists that we name on these savage shoutouts. So we're gonna have a song called Savage Shoutout. We're talking about the card artists, and then they're gonna get trickled in all the way. But but man, um, this guy Jake James is just uh, he's humble, man. Just like y'all are. Um, I, I I carry I like to carry myself as humble, but now in this space, I'm trying to walk with more confidence and, and, and kind of speak for people who haven't had the chance to speak and really inspire more people. So I'm intentional about being vocal and and, you know, trying to uh, speak with, you know, a little passion behind me because I'm really passionate about the people and the stories and the history and, and, and everything, not just the card and not just the athlete, but also, you know, y'all know the history behind it. And um, Jake James is one of those guys where I feel one of those human beings who, who values the the art, the hobby, the same exact way. Um, some of, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Kay, he made a, a Griffey card made out of gum. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if you, you own it. Oh, he's he definitely oh, seen that one. Yep. He didn't even tell you know, me man, that. He's oh all about um, spreading the love. And yeah, we did a Griffey challenge thing and he, he made a couple of pieces and he sent that one my way. It's got him blowing the bubbles and the gum is in the background for sure. And to, uh, to bring it all around, uh, guess right. who owns his other Griffey challenge? Oh, we ensconced. Yeah. No. Yep. No, no. Your boy. Dude, we are no. killing it on these savage no. shout-outs right now. Hey, let's go. But yeah, that's 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 my savage Jake James, for this cheers, week. brother. And yeah, we're never gonna run, we're never gonna run dry of these. We're gonna have yes, savage sir. shout-outs because there's a whole bunch of people. <laughs> uh who, who's who who we got who we have next? Anybody else? I think everybody I know we got we got uh card card killer right. hasn't done his yet. Today for the first one, I'm gonna okay, give it up killer, who to you got for at third Dan Art. Dan Baumfilm himself. Oh, man has been solid in the card art scene um, just about as long as it's been around. He, pre yeah, he no, predates he brings, me, I'll tell you that a, much. A very specific and very nice style to card art. Um, it's been growing. The guy has been taking leaps and bounds and he explores, which is really good. I really like the fact that he's innovative. Um, you know, I went in and he said that he was going to do all these these hot packs where he's putting together prints of his work and then originals are going to be inserted in it. I was like, I'm definitely down for that. So I got some hot packs of his and lo and behold, I'm getting, you know, cards, art cards of of, of his that are number five. And then I get this Muhammad Ali one of one that um, uh, besides the art in the background being nice, the card actually slides back and forth, the athlete within the card. So it kind of animates itself. It's really, really sweet. Ooh. And, um, and you know, it's you know, we 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 DM each other all the time, and and uh, you know, we share tips actually. 
uh, I, I gave him some tips on how to uh, apply resin in a, in a card. Uh, and, you know, we exchanged tips and he's, he's the one who introduced me to a silicone mold where I'll be using in the near future to make some card art. And uh, that's another thing that will be premiering on our YouTube channel is me kind of exploring new techniques and, and, um, and teaching the ones that I've developed myself. Um, and Dan is definitely an early part of that because he's part of my process. And, you know, I'm a part of his process because we, we talk a lot back and forth about like what we're doing and, um, and where card art is and, and where it's going. So a big shout out to Dan Baumfeld. He's like uh, another brother to me. And uh, he definitely rocks the scene all the time. If you guys uh, don't know it, it's at Third Dan Art. Check out his page. It's loaded with good art. Straight up. And that is Third Dan in, yeah. Art. Two, two Ds. Exactly. Third Dan Art. Um, and and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit, man. Uh, Dan is definitely a good friend of both of ours. And um, he, um, uh, you know what? He, he, uh, he, between him and uh, Card Killer, uh, play probably the biggest role in me starting to make my own uh, card art. Um, when I started promoting for, for KK, um, and currently, um, his work has always amazed me, but it's never felt super inviting, like it's something that I could make. It always impressed me uh, way more than, uh, you know, something that I could make. And then Dan was also making and still makes incredible um, custom art cards. And uh, he and I... Uh, well, basically, he made uh, a Ronald Acuna uh, card for me, and he went over every step of the way. He let me choose the images, the placement, uh, all that stuff, and then he sent it my way, and now I have a piece of his, a piece of uh, card killers, uh, a piece from someone else, and now I'm just staring at these pieces for hours at a time, thinking damn, maybe I can, you know, add my own flavor to this game. And, uh, yeah, so so <laughs> shout out to Dan, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, sh shout out Dan, and I'm going to give Dan his flowers. And the reason why I want to give Dan his flowers, but he's just an extension of the whole card art community because I can say this for sev for everyone in the card art community. But as, as a black man in this space, y'all, it's so inviting and feels so safe when I see other people, it doesn't matter the race, but actually recognize the, the, the athlete um, as a person and as a historic figure, not just in Black History Month, but year like yeah. year round. And that's something that just feels and I see that like I'm actually getting teary eyed right now because that's how that's how attracted I was to the Cardar community because that was the first time I saw. Uh, uh, an athlete depicted in a way that just wasn't necessarily for marketing purposes. You know what I mean? Like you can look in the back of the card and tell them, wow, that artist like put some time into that and they did their homework and they're honoring that person. And there's only one of that. And they're going to give that to somebody else. Or even if they sell that to somebody, that's going to make that part. Like, it's this to, to see these pictures and images over and over and over again man as a black man just is so welcoming and that's that's really the only space in the hobby 
where it's in, I don't even know if it's intentionally done more than it's organically done. You know what I mean? I don't think the card artists are thinking about it. I think it's com It's just a part of, you know what I mean? They just uh, admire these human yeah, beings definitely. as human beings um, um, day in and day out, week in and week out. So third, um, third uh, Dan Art did this amazing, um, amazing Jackie Robinson piece, I, I believe early February, man. And it just, I, I look at it every single day. You know what I mean? Just because all these companies that I, I call, uh, uh, I'm on my, I'm gonna get on my Donnie B rant, yeah. culture vultures, man, who take advantage of, uh, I feel like they take advantage of the kids and the people and the players on the cards uh, um, for the culture and don't really give back and don't highlight with all the money they have, with the platform they have. When's the last Black History Month or Black History card they've posted? You know what I mean? So accountability is everything to me and for, for, for normal folks who walk the same streets that I walk, who who use the same uh, uh, social media platforms without having to brag and boast about licensing and this and that and what I do and who I know, man, third third Dan and um all the hey. hard artists, man, just I appreciate. So um, so appreciate let's let's that. not forget uh oh Donnie B made a real cool Jackie Robinson piece for Black History Month, but but hey I will I, yeah, I, I will yeah yeah but it, 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 your side <laughs> coming next time. Um, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just trying to culture vulture my way into a savage shout out, man. But so, so, so Dan, one thing that Dan uh, partook in probably before uh, project 2020, even um, I think uh, it, it was a, some type of charity uh, auction for the, uh, for, for the Negro leagues museum. And uh he made a few pieces that he auctioned off on his page and I actually uh, won one of them. And one of them is of uh cool Papa bell. That's the one that I own. One of my, one, one of my favorite pieces, man. Uh. So, you know, def there's, I mean, we should, we could bring it around on Dan all day. Uh, and uh, I want to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this. It, it you know what I'm like, saying uh, though? You know, we got to give, uh, our shout outs yep. proper due um, because uh, the more in depth we get, the more it, it kind of it, it feels like uh, they're they're an extension of us. They're a part of us. So I like talking about it as much as possible, man, because these shout outs are important to me as well as they are to you guys and everybody listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, um, man, I think. I think that that's that's our our segment as far as what we have what we wanted to touch on and, and talk about. Does um, do you all have any uh, closing statements or anything that you want to touch on? Um, one more time before we uh, uh disengage for the moment until next week. Uh, I think this was I think this was a great uh, I think this was a great uh, round one and um, you know maybe add an intro. Add a little outro. Uh, put you put your music to it. Maybe add a little animation to it. But or I guess not animation. It's going to be uh, um, through sound. Add a nice graphic to it. I think uh, I think we're in good shape, man. I think this is. Uh, I think this was fun. I think, yeah, I think no, now I I'm just talking to talk. I think that you know? this, uh, we're, off, you know. we're off and running, guys. And I think uh, we got a lot to look forward to, especially come this year, man. So the best of luck uh, to us. And the best of luck to our listeners. And we definitely plan on returning that favor. Um, we'll be back again next week. All right. We'll be back again next week. And we look forward, uh, we look forward to hearing from y'all. Please send us, send us any feedback, anything that you want to hear. 
Um, maybe we we went too fast, we went too slow. Feel free to reach out to us, DM us. We're all pretty active on our DMs. Um, and just let us know how you feel it went. If there's any questions, anything you want us to talk about, things like that, we'll make sure we uh we always keep y'all in the forefront of our minds at the same time and we're uh sharing this space and sharing our our insight and perspective because we want to be an extension of you all. Uh, it, it's us three here on this platform, but we all like to advocate and, and use our platforms. And I'm learning from you all and so many others how, for me, using my platform to, to, to help others is, is way more than just using my platform to myself, man. So thank, thank you, everybody listening. Thank you, KK. Thank you, Donnie. And, uh, man, we went, we went outside the wax. We brought it behind the back. The wax. And now we're going, what are we doing now? Uh, behind the back, off the glass. Yeah, we just we, got, are, what do we do? Are we closing the what? box now? Are we closing One more the box? Two until next? All right. All right. Man, box it's been closed. a pleasure. It's been a pleasure rocking with y'all. <laughs> um, y'all have a good night. Be well. Keep the passion alive. Right, and uh, Donnie's out. Boom, boom. Awesome. Baseball cards and movies.